Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Booth 61. Featuring movers and shakers on the Atlanta tech scene, organizations serving the tech market, and the inspired people who lead them. Now here's your host, Ricky Steele. Good evening and welcome to Booth 61. We are live at the Ritz-Carlton Buckhead, where there will be another capacity crowd for the Atlanta CEO Council. This organization continues to uh, just do a great job of bringing together the emerging growth technology companies, the entrepreneurial community, the money folks, the angel investors, as well as the big money investors, and, uh, and a lot of folks in between. I am very, very honored that my first guest tonight is a longtime friend, Miss Sandy Hoffman. Um, if you're in technology and you're listening to this, you know who Sandy Hoffman is, but since we're listened to by folks all around the world, I will tell you a little bit about Sandy. Uh, I met Sandy probably seven, eight years ago, and that was like catching on to a lightning bolt. Sandy knows everyone. Sandy is involved in everything. She's been highly involved in WIT. She's been involved in TechBridge. Uh, she, you name an organization in this community that's doing good work, and Sandy has been involved in it, so much so that she was given a Living Legend Award a couple of years ago uh, from TechBridge and from the Women in Technology. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to welcome Miss Sandy Hoffman. Welcome, Sandy. Oh, good evening. Uh, Ricky, I tell you, you always just are over the top. I, I feel so humble every time you introduce me. It's like if only my mama were here to... Uh, Listen to what you had to say, because she'd tell you, she'd put you straight right quick. Uh, she'd be very proud of you. I'm sure she was very proud of you and is very proud of you. Um, Sandy, I understand, in addition to all the things you're involved in and uh, working with Ty and many organizations on, on their board of directors, you've taken up a new challenge, which is really a big challenge for the Atlanta region with the Atlanta Regional Commission. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, absolutely. I tell you, Ricky, this is uh, an outgrowth of what I see as a, uh, a part of my life's work. How do, how do I make sure that everybody understands what a great region of the country we live in? I moved back to Atlanta from Boston, and uh, I never want to leave again. And I think it's important for us to tell everybody within the sound of our voices how extraordinary this region is to do business in. Uh, it's not just the great people uh, and, and certainly you're a terrific example of the kind of community we have but the Atlanta Regional Commission put together a strategic plan saying how can we go about collaborating across our community to address the most significant challenges that are faced by our region what are the things we need to do uh, to make a difference and to help everyone uh, across the country understand that we've got a 10-county region that is just uh, awesome to do business in and that we can have the kind of growth that we need to have to ensure the prosperity for the area and for our citizens. Well, as an Atlanta native, having been born at Crawford Long 62 years ago and never having lived anywhere else, I will die in this wonderful state of Georgia or on a Delta Airline flight trying to get back here just about I'm as quick as you. I possibly can. It is a great city, and, and it is the people, and I think that's what separates us from many other areas of the country. I've had the privilege of visiting and around the world. 
people in the South are just uh, caring people. Even if they weren't born here, it seems like when they move here and spend some time, they kind of get into the vibe of who we are as, as an individual um, a community. And I think that really community is about the best way you can, way you can put it. But some of the initiatives you're going to be working on I think are very fascinating. And, and one of them that I really want you to maybe elaborate on a bit is Startup University because uh, we've got a great startup uh, ecosystem at the ATDC. We've got great things coming out of Atlanta Tech Village, Hypopotamus. Uh, I was just recently did a booth 61 at the Four Athens, which is the incubator in Athens, Georgia, that kind of feeds off of Atlanta. But what is Startup University going to be all about? Well, the idea behind this, it's all part of one of the objectives, which is to attract and nurture new startup enterprises. So it just makes sense that you want to have a um, uh, an incubator, uh, whether it's a physical location or just the mental support systems that need to be in place to make certain that early stage companies uh, find us to be a fertile ground to get started in. So the idea here is, uh, in one sense, and, and probably its truest form is a startup university, is a collaborative post-grad fellowship that can really facilitate student entrepreneurship. And frankly, every one of the major universities that are here in Atlanta all have some component. In fact, let's go down to high school, Junior Achievement, uh, mm-hmm. one of the CEO Council's uh, favorite projects. All of those are put in place to try and nurture that budding entrepreneur. What do we do to make sure that they have the emotional support they need and that they also have available to them tried and true techniques that the best entrepreneurs that the region has to offer can can speak to them about. Going beyond just the university, we also want to make sure that we've brought all of the the campus participants, um, whether it's university professors, whether it's technical schools like DeVry, um, have we really engaged all of the areas that can foster that entrepreneurial spirit? Because, you know, they don't all come out of universities. Some of them come out of bright kids who are solving problems that they're facing. And uh, so we need to make sure we're capturing, uh, whether it's urban youth or youth that are sitting um, just out of 4-H clubs that are creative, um, uh, Girl Scout troops that are creative, all of those gatherings of youth, um, gatherings of young adults, uh, present us with the opportunity to bring them together to help really um, uh, motivate growth for our region. That's quite exciting. Um, I've had a privilege of uh, visiting Fort McPherson a number of times over the years, so being someone that has got a heart for the military, I hated to see us lose that particular base, but um, uh, in base realignment, a lot of cities lost uh, lost bases, but uh, I think there's some pretty exciting things that are being proposed for Fort McPherson now in the science and technology arena. Are you familiar with some of those things now and can give a little insight to it? Yes, I'm just beginning uh, to become familiar. Imagine, if you will, that you've got this fabulous uh, facility, um, and rather than letting it sit idle, become another target location for the walking dead, why not have a Georgia Science and Technology Park that's housed in that facility so that we really have the opportunity to bring together, uh, whether it's a startup university, whether it's uh, other accelerators, incubation space, um, really a, a place that can house 
this kind of talent and this kind of energy. And what better place than Fort McPherson? It's a great location, uh, almost to the airport, East Point, uh, a lot of in, uh, ingress and egress into the other parts of the community. So uh, that would be pretty exciting. And there's unlimited amount of space. I mean, they have a it's hard to believe that much open space is available within the city limits, if you will. Well, Atlanta is very unique in the fact that, I, I mean, we started off life as terminus, right? Mm -hmm. We were the place where transportation hubs could come together, and that hasn't changed. We really have the opportunity to see our region as not just metro Atlanta, uh, but well beyond the airport. Um, going down, how do we access central, west um, and East Georgia to engage them in the kind of growth that we'd like to see. How can we make it economically attractive? I, uh, you made a ref reference to the Walking Dead. I assume <laughs> yes. you're talking about my Georgia Tech friends after a Georgia football game. Oh, you're Is bad. That... Oh, you're bad. Well, I, I don't, oh, I just, you're so bad. I, I don't watch much television, so I just assume that's what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little bit about the uh, about TAG's CAP Venture Program. I know you've been very involved in the Technology Association of Georgia and the great work of Tino, but what's going on in the CAP Venture Program? Well, you know, the CAP Venture really provides us with the opportunity to highlight entrepreneurs that, uh, with a little bit of money, uh, could make the kind of progress that we'd like to see, the success and progress that we'd like to see any business engage in. And Tino's done a terrific job of highlighting uh, the capacity that Atlanta has for investment. Uh, you're going to be talking to Blake Panton in a little bit, and uh, just one of our newest opportunities to infuse funding in the South. And uh, whether it's uh, Cap Venture, whether it's organizations like TAI that are providing funding for early stage companies, or uh, new entities like Blake's, we have the opportunity to really highlight uh, those companies that um, are worth investing, that will provide the kind of return, whether it's private equity or venture dollars that, that we need to apply, um, this gives us a showcase. And isn't that what it's all about? When people have an opportunity to see and talk with people that are starting businesses, then they'll want to invest in them. They'll see that it's really a hotbed of activity. Um, and that word of mouth passes along quickly. We tend to think uh, places like Boston, um, uh, Southern California, uh, as being the places where venture money is and where the opportunity to invest is. And that's true today. That's true. They are hotbeds for that. But Atlanta has been quiet for far too long. Uh, we have the opportunity to sustain the kind of investment that we've seen in the past and to accelerate it. And really, that's what Cap Venture and other activities are focused on. That's really exciting, having uh, been in and around the venture capital space since the oh, 2001 and two, when I was with PricewaterhouseCoopers, and we created Shaking the Money Tree. Um, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have enough angel funding back then, and we had very little VC funding other than Nora Mosley and Alliance, where Stephen Fleming was at the time, and yeah. and a few others. But now we're seeing more and more of the big VC firms from the West Coast or Boston or Austin come to Atlanta looking for deal flow because they're seeing great deals. Last week, John Yates and a big group of chamber folks, I think maybe, um, I don't think David Cummings, but I think maybe um, 
uh, one of his right-hand guys uh, that I'll think of his name in half a second, but, uh, but actually went out to uh, Johnson Cook, went out to uh, Silicon Valley, just sharing some of the companies that we're real excited about in Atlanta. So, so it is a great time. And, and the only other piece that we need to this puzzle, and it's something that's near and dear to me and all the folks at Hunter and every other staffing firm in town is, uh, as we build more and more of an infrastructure here, we'll have more and more people come here looking for jobs. And talent is a very, very tough thing in our marketplace right now. There are probably three open jobs for every person that's qualified for them right now. And so right, we have a dearth right. of talent. And hopefully that will be some of the other things that the Atlanta Regional Commission uh, will, will help us solve. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, there are three other uh, committees in addition to the innovative committee that I'm responsible for. Um, everybody in town knows Ann Kramer, uh, and she is chartered with uh, chairing the education, the educated subcommittee, which is focused on, um, you know, how can we make sure that we aren't just attracting talent, but that we're building it right here uh, through our pre-K and uh, all the way up to uh, um, the, those that are, are entering college. Tedra Cheatham with the Clean Air Campaign is heading up the livable subcommittee. And families, um, if you've got kids, you want to make sure that they're living in a community that has the the values, the safety, um, there are a lot of things, whether it's convenience and how you get about. The Livable Subcommittee is going to tackle a number of those issues. Uh, Nick Messino, uh, with Partnership Gwinnett, is heading up the Prosperous Subcommittee. So those three arms, uh, education, prosperity, livability, and innovative, are all the arms that we believe we can bring the region together, that we can have the organizations and the citizens who are engaged, chambers of commerce, university systems, all of whom are collaborating. We have a rich diversity in Atlanta, and the chance for each of those talents to be applied back against what's a pretty big problem um, is important. And so it's, it's uh, key that they operate together, that they understand that actions we take need to be a part of a collective thought and not just each entity trying to solve this problem by themselves. Together we are much stronger and we have a real opportunity to have the kind of impact that you and I would love to see in this part of the world that we Amen. love so dearly. Amen. So um, uh, we, we, uh, I've been so impressed with the caliber of individuals who are coming together. Um, you see people who are involved in local government. You see chambers of commerce. You see head CEOs of businesses. You see talent coming from the HR community, um, from the nonprofit community, because we can't forget that while we're busy building uh, a great economy, that there are a number of problems, whether it's homelessness or poverty, um, that we need to address. And so all of this coming together provides us with the opportunity uh, to accelerate all of the activities. Well, Sandy, as always, it's a privilege to spend a few minutes with you. And uh, I do think that uh, this interview will be listened to quite often in the next week or two. And I'm sure it'll be on the ARC website before we know it because uh, you've given us such great content. And I think that um, 
It's just an exciting time to be living in Atlanta, Georgia, in the state of Georgia, and in the southeast, and, and you're a big part of that. So thanks for dropping by Booth 61, and I hope you have oh, a great pleasure. rest of the evening. My pleasure. Thank you, Ricky, and uh, keep the faith. Amen. Amen.